you're tuning in, you're listening to Alesto After Hours, a show where we get to go beyond the 600 word limit in the paper and discuss what's happening on our campus and in the world. I'm your host, Erica Green, and today I'm joined by three Alesto staff members who will introduce themselves. I'm John McGowan, reporter. I'm Ryan Berry, the managing editor. And I'm Tammy Merritt, the program director, and I'm here to make sure nobody cusses. Period, because we be breaking that <laughs> rules. Tammy was sick of us breaking the rules, <laughs> talking mad stuff. And yeah, well, I'm glad Tammy's here. I'm on my last episode, Tammy decided to grace us with her presence. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. So today we got a real, and I say this every week, but like for real, we have a real spicy, spicy episode since people like to be haters and Grinches <laughs> around here. You know, but we're we going to save that for last, okay? So first, we are going to talk about something that I feel like every college student or maybe just every person in general can, you know, relate to, which is when you go home for Christmas or whatever kind of break, minding your business, you know, you're not going to ask no, nobody nothing. We want to ask you stuff. You know, people want to ask you questions like, oh, you know, how's your boyfriend? Or like, why don't you have a boyfriend? Or I don't know, how's your grades? Or I don't know, like, real crazy, crazy things. So John actually wrote a nice opinion piece entitled Dealing with Prying Family Members. Um, So he said, well, actually, John, since you're here, do you kind of want to talk about it? I could read it, but... Uh, do you yeah. want me to pull it up and read it off? Or? No, I can read it, but I, do you want to, like, kind of just say what it's about? Yeah, so this article is basically <laughs> just... Um, I mean, I think it's a situation that, you know, like Erica said, everybody's gone through. You know, you go home... And, you know, when you're at college, like, you you probably do some things that, like, you don't want to, like, mention to your family. Or you have to deal with, like, grades and school and stuff that you don't really feel comfortable talking about. And meanwhile, your family is just, you know, and not even, like, your family, but, like, your uncles, your cousins. They're just asking all the uncomfortable, uncomfortable questions. And it's like, you know, I don't want to talk about this, right? So, you know, it's it's just strategies and you know, solutions to getting out of these situations, uh, how to deal with these people, and um, how to make them never talk to you like that ever again. So I'll ask you guys first, what are some questions that you hate to be asked by family? Personally, I'm pretty sick of, when are you graduating? Uh, Look, I'll be done when I'm done. I'll be done when I'm done, okay? Clearly, I'm not done giving Sally Mae my money yet, so, you know, I'll be done when I'm done. Yeah. Period. Tammy? Well, my fiance and I have been engaged for a while. We've been together for five years, and he lives in D.C. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I live here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. and there's... All kind of questions. Yeah, yeah it, you know, it's like, so, do you have a date set yet? And it's like, okay, I've mentioned this many times, but there's no point in us getting married until we actually, like, you know, live in the same town or within at least a couple hours drive yeah. of each other and not... 13 plus hours so. yeah yeah period john um any academic question like you know oh why are you choosing this major you know what are you trying to what are you trying to do because i mean that can be fun to talk about but if you don't have a solid idea it's just like stop trying to make me question my future it's christmas <laughs> <laughs> let me be holly and jolly okay yeah. you're you're ruining the vibe um for me uh I feel like it's just like, oh, well, I'm about to graduate now. But like, it's like, oh, you know, how long you have left? What are you going to do? Like, when I know, I'll let you know. Okay? Because my, now my answer is just, you know, find a job and take over the world. That's that's going to be my new answer for everybody. Uh, I haven't really gotten any boyfriend questions yet, which is surprising. But, you know, maybe the next few years, if I still am single, hopefully not. 
you know, I I might get those questions, you know? Who, so who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Girl, don't rush the not being single thing. Don't rush it? Mm-mm. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, it's good that you're not getting that question, but I'm also sick of how did you two meet because it's 2019 and the answer is Tinder. Well, see, yeah. now, nah, first of all, let's talk about for two seconds. I don't understand people who, like don't want to say tinder like i there's no shame in it like people like i've i've met people who like you know i'll be like oh how do you meet how did you meet your boo they'll be like um you know so we can, like just say tinder. there's nothing wrong with that i don't understand the shame if i meet my significant other on bumble we met on bumble okay like i don't understand the the shame especially i can kind of get like if we're talking to like to your aunties or something like that but if it's just like us like Say you met him on on Match or something. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't think. I think it's easier to talk about with your peers. Yeah. Not to like your boomer grandparents who are like judgy for it. Okay, boomer. Well, yeah. they may not even know what. Tinder. Yeah. That is They're also like, what's true. Tinder? And they certainly wouldn't know that it used to just be kind of a hookup app. And yeah. Or they. That's all not. they know. That's all they know. And now they they don't know that you can actually meet your significant yeah. others. If they're boomers, they probably didn't even know that. Maybe they probably don't even know what Tinder is. So Ryan, you be lying then when people ask you. Oh yeah, all the time. What is so? What is your lie? Um, it depends. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, I. The easiest thing to do is to relate it to something they would know. It's like, oh, we met through a friend. Or, oh, we met at a bar. Like, oh, I can't say that's that. So much I better can't say than... that. I can never say that. If I meet somebody at a club, I can never say I met, I met them at a club. I can never say that. I mean, like, I can say I met them at a party. Yeah. That might be better because, like, a birthday party, Christmas party. You don't know. Kegger. No, I can't say that. You could just stop the conversation right there, right in his tracks, and say, oh, I met him at church. That is true. That will work I, well for my family. That, yeah, I for can't your say family. That, that will work well for my family. My family would be very confused. Yeah, I know. It wouldn't <laughs> work in my family either. That is so funny. Well, in the article, one of the one of the solutions is to avoid the conversation. Now, I don't know how this will work. Cause I, I ain't no avoiding conversation. I don't, I don't know. But if, if avoiding conversation works for y'all and you can successfully do it, then good for you. But I don't, I don't know how avoiding the conversation will work well for me and my family. I don't know. So you, you have just... an auntie that'll just hunt you down? And... No, well, it's just like, that's kind of like disrespectful. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, if, if you ask me a question, I just don't answer and mm-hmm. I avoid it. It's like, that's weird. You know what I mean? You just give nondescript answers that yeah. don't really say anything like, oh, it's going fine. Mm-hmm. And then walk away. Yeah. Go get some more mashed potatoes. <laughs> I need a refill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Period, 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 period. Also, something that I I have actually never done this. I've never had the audacity to do this. But you ever seen those uh like hashtags on social media, like the hashtag like Thanksgiving clapbacks or like Christmas clapbacks, where like if somebody asks you like a, a weird question, you ask them a question back, like oh, you know. That's one of the solutions in the article. It's just turn it around on them. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, how come, you know, you didn't bring anybody to Thanksgiving? Like, I don't know. Why do you have four kids and four baby daddies? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> why why, why did your life get cut off this month again? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be that extreme, but like, you know, just something. I mean, sometimes it does have to be that extreme. <laughs> nah. You have to like make you him, shut like, him down for years if you scar him yeah. like that. It depends <laughs> on how much of a jerk the relative is. Nah, True. I can never. I can never. I think it depends on how much your immediate family likes that relative. Yeah. Because if they don't like him, who cares? They're going to laugh. Yeah. Mm. But if they're like, no, you can't disrespect your aunt. And maybe don't yeah maybe don't, don't do go that. that don't don't go after them but you know like small things even clapbacks you know like 
like okay for example to be like oh you know what happened to that guy you were dating last year i liked him so much like oh what happened to your husband of 17 years like <laughs> what happened to him where he at where is he you know that you know yeah did you get that child custody thing all <laughs> worked out <laughs> oh tammy doesn't get <laughs> tammy How'd that paternity test go? <laughs> Are you gonna be on Maury? Are you the father? <laughs> yo, yo, yo! I did you, did you, how, uh, did you get your results from Planned Parenthood back? What happened? That's right. <laughs> God, your, your family sounds way worse than mine. No, no, these are not real life examples. These are just savage clapbacks I just came up with just now. Y'all gotta go nuclear to get this to stop. No. How bad are these questions? No, I would never do this in real life. No, I would. I might. I would not. I would not. Depends on the family member. If the family member could take it, I'd go that far. But if not, you gotta be nice. Yes, John. If you. Uh, if you take over the podcast, or she's when you take over the podcast, you may. Uh, I would love to come back and we can talk about screwed up families. Exactly. Yeah. I've got I've got a lot of stories that are just like it just makes you shake your head. Like what? I don't even understand. How do people like do people like this really exist? Yes, they do. That'd probably be the most entertaining segment of the podcast ever. Yeah. Just Tammy talking about how, her, <laughs> how she hates her family. <laughs> So we're going to go on to our next article, which Ryan wrote, called Holiday-Themed Shots to Try Over Break. So all of us, 21 and up, Alesto staff members, got together over break. And, you know, Ryan, I guess, decided he was going to write this article, like, you know, hellas ago. So he decided to, you know... Uh, you know, make them for us and try them. And then he gave the recipe to Tammy, who tried them on her own. And so we, so listen, first of all, I have to, I have to give a disclaimer. I don't even, not, not that I don't like, like shots. I can't physically take them. Like, I just can't. I can't, like, I don't know. But these shots I could take. Like, these are very, very nice. So um, the first one was an apple pie shot, and it was delicious. It yes. was So what? what is in the apple pie shot? So the apple pie shot was, I, I think it's supposed to be uh, sour apple schnapps and cinnamon schnapps. And I think we ended up with sour apple pucker mm. and schnapps, cinnamon schnapps. And it's really good. It just tastes like apple juice. It was fine. It tastes like an apple pie shot. I took that like a champ. You feel me? It was delicious. Tammy, did you it like was it? Good, yes. You liked I it. I like that one, and I'm not a huge apple flavor person, so yeah. Okay, and the next one was called the Three Wise Men. Oof. Yeah. Which one? I don't remember this one. Let's see. Oh, this one I didn't take. Yeah. Hell nah. Because I'm gonna tell you why I didn't take it. I remember now. This one I re there was because I remember there was one. I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. This was the one because this one this re re this recipe calls for one part Jack Daniels whiskey, one part Jim Bean bourbon, and one part Johnny Walker scotch, some ice and a strainer. Hell no. Sorry. Yeah. I had to okay. give out my last one. My last podcast, I had to give out one cuss word. Oh, that's fine. That Hell doesn't count. No. I, no. Ryan likes, Ryan tried to get us to die. No. Yo, it's just a shot of whiskey. And if it's, it, well, it's more like a shot and a half of whiskey. It's whiskey, bourbon, and scotch. A shot is whatever fills the glass. Well, opinion, okay. Hell no. <laughs> but if you're going to do this, I would do it right or just do it with. Just take a shot of whiskey because if you're gonna use really cheap stuff, it's gonna be nasty. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, use, it's not great. You speaking from experience? Uh huh. We we use cheap stuff and it. Oh, uh, see, look, that's... Johnny Walker's expensive. I get it. No one wants to pay for that. But if you're not gonna do it, just maybe. 
Maybe it's a shot you make if you can, uh, and if you're 21 and over, raid your parents' uh, liquor You cabinet. are not a good example, Tammy. Wow, you're finna get somebody in trouble. Oh, look, I said if you're 21 and over. Look, look, if it's been there long enough, it's free reign. It's, it's common property. Right, so you point. know what That's I call this? I, I call this the payday shot, because this is the, this is the only, <laughs> the, you only drink this on payday. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm gonna call this, this screw the three wise men, this is called the payday shot, because... Yeah, to, to buy, because um, unless you get like a just a fifth of each one and I don't think that's even available in some of these um, and I don't think you can get airplane bottles and all of those either but um, <gasps> low key you can, I, w- I, was, I went to a gas station near Enclave they do have airplane bottles with Jack Daniels it's the first time I've ever seen it yeah they make but that but Johnny, Walker Johnny Walker's red. gonna be the hard one yeah yeah, yeah. but um, you could get Jim Beam too I'm sure but yeah. Um, but yeah like if you were buying those and you didn't have any that's at least a seventy-five dollar minimum oh, investment, period. maybe yeah. more. Payday I mean, shot. I'm telling Jim you. Jim Beam and Johnny Walker or, or uh, Jack Daniels are only like twenty bucks a pop, but yeah. Johnny Walker is going to run you a little bit. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. the expensive stuff taste just as bad as the cheap stuff though? No. Eh, sometimes I think with vodka it does, but. Uh no, it. it I really can tell you depends. with wine it does too. <laughs> I, I, I've always found that like expensive vodka mixes better, but if yeah. you're just shooting it, it's all the same. It's all nasty. I don't know. I, I particularly like um, Tito's. For vodka shots. See, Tito's. Uh, first of all, you have. That's how you know you have money when you have like Tito's. 20 bucks. No, no, Tito's isn't the most expensive. Tito, no, Grey it's Goose not. is like forty bucks. It's like, not yeah, Grey not Goose and Ciroc. If you, if I walk to somebody's house and I see Ciroc, oh, ooh. Yeah. Ciroc is fire though. That's the no. That's the smoothest vodka. Even I, like I said, I don't take shots, but I could take a shot of Ciroc. Ciroc is pretty smooth. Yeah, yeah. but then there's some. Um, Oh, what was this? This was a flavored vodka by, oh, shoot, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a Dutch chocolate flavored vodka. Ooh. And I think it was, I think the line is called Van Gogh. It's like inspired by the artist and they have like pictures on the glass, on the bottle and everything. Um, And it was the most amazing vodka I'd ever had. So, and vodka's my jam. That and rum. Rum's actually. I like vodka. I like rum. I can't rum anymore. Wow, I like rum. Bacardi is always great. They make really good Jello shots. I usually make my Jello shots with rum in it, especially flavored rum. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. No. No, I I had I had too many nights uh, the summer after I turned twenty one where I would go into a friend's basement and one of us would buy a fifth of flavored rum and then. The next night, someone would buy a different fifth of flavored rum. Oh, that's just irresponsibility, so right there. Yeah. Just drinking flavored rum straight. Pretty much, yeah. Oh yeah, that's wrong. You got to use that as a mixer. It was just the the hangover. It was like a month long cumulative hangover that we just kept pushing off. Well, that's off. your fault. No, <laughs> look, I know. I just, I just can't yes. do it anymore. Ryan's out here opening up on the podcast. Yeah, college ruined tequila for me. You know, you're not the first person to say that. I've heard people say that. I am a, I'm not, because again, shots, no, but I love a good margarita, honey. So I love a good, like, 1800 has, like, bottled, like, ready to serve margarita. So, do, so does Jose Cuervo. 
my jam. I love a good margarita. I can do like the really super high end tequila now. Oh. Like as a shot, but I don't like margaritas. You don't? Wow, no. I love a good margarita. I think it just take taste unless it unless it's like made with that really high end stuff and mm-hmm. I can't taste it. Mm. But if I can taste tequila, all of a sudden it's, you know, 1991 and <laughs> and I'm uh I'm throwing up water and ibuprofen oh, the next no. day. I can't even keep that down. Oh no. Laying on the bathroom of my uh friend's house on the tile floor feeling like I'm going to die. Oh no. So, yeah. That was me with uh she was it's something dark. It's probably like Douce or something like that, but yeah. I I like margaritas. I even like even though technically people don't people don't classify these as margaritas but like Especially now it's wintertime. They have like the cranberitas, the mm. mangaritas. Love it. And it's only like, and that's a cheap costume. And you can get like a tall can for like $2.50. Yeah. Get you right. It's great. So now, do you like yours frozen? I don't like frozen drinks. Well, so I normally, I for me, and this could be not true at all. But for me, I feel like the alcohol content is higher in on the rocks drinks. Yes. That could be the same. But I like the rocks because I don't like the, the frozen Ice chunks. Yeah, like I feel like if it was really, really hot in the summer, I'll get a frozen one. But yeah, yeah normally I just like them on the rocks, you know. Yeah. I, I digress. I yeah. No, you're good. No, you're good. But yes, yeah, high end liquor. Shout out to the Three Wise Men, also known as the Payday Shots. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the next one is the Candy Cane Shot. This one was fire. This one, I liked it. I liked it. This was this one was the blue one, right? No, this was the greenish. The greenish, one. bluish yeah, the one. The minty one. The minty. I liked it. First of all, I um, you know, I like rum chata, so it has rum chata, um, creme de menthe, which is what? Do you know what creme it's de menthe? Like, the minty part. It's yeah, just like mint. Mint. Yeah. Mint alcohol. Okay, it's cool. like a mint, almost syrupy alcohol. Okay. Uh, so rum chata, creme de menthe, and then peppermint vodka. I thought it was delicious. You know, it tasted like a breath of minty fresh air. It tasted like toothpaste. I mean, it kind of looks like it. Kind of looks like <laughs> giving you Colgate vibes, you know, with the toothpaste. But you know, I thought it was good. But you know, y'all y'all didn't like it. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't gonna like drink it i was gonna have one and be like okay that was fine yeah that's kind of all i'm good with that i'm not gonna make this again unless i'm trying to like show off to friends or something i was on the fence because i am not much of a mint fan so like candy this time of year it's like everything's mints now i love andy's mints so if there was a drink that tasted like andy's mints which there are it's like oh yeah i'll drink that all day you just have to add like chocolate to it right um, it depends on what it is, because there's, like, peppermint, and then there's, like, other, like, a green mint sort of flavor. Mm. So, um, so, yeah, but, like, the peppermint mocha coffees and stuff, I'm like, eh, Yeah, I'm like not, that. I'm not a huge fan of chocolate and mint, like, mint chocolate ice cream, nasty, those little, like, if you go to Olive Garden, like, the, the little mint chocolate things they give you, oh, see, nasty. Oh, I love those. Those are, like, the Andes mints, yeah. and then, like, Girl Scout Thin Mints. Ugh, oh, no. my God. Boo. Yeah, I can't order those. It's, it's <laughs> like you won't be able to. You'll have to knock a wall out of my house to get me out. Yeah, that's crazy. Luckily, they're $4 a box. Oh, yeah, they went up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the last one is called the Hanukkah shot, which I don't know why they call it that. So <clears throat> I don't know. I didn't come up with the recipe, but I'm assuming that 
when you layer it correctly, it's supposed to look like the colors of the flag of Israel. Oh. Because it's supposed to be like white and blue and then... Gold? So uh, I think it's a silver. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. It depends on the type of uh, banana liqueur you use. Hmm. Okay. So it's one part banana liqueur, one part blue curacao, and one part Irish cream. Ah, uh, that was good. That was okay. Banana flavored stuff are usually hit or miss for me. Yeah. So I think this one was like okay. I tried a little bit of that one, just a small amount, and it was disgusting. It was. <laughs> it was really gross. So I don't like. He I mean, said it was disgusting. Banana flavors like I like it usually, but it's like that was like not. It was like a natural, dude. So I re- I like this one, but the um, I just bought the the ninety nine bananas, like the ninety nine proof, like oh, almost fifty percent alcohol. Yeah, I've had and those. And so this thing had a kick, and yeah. I. You weren't ready. I, I wasn't ready for it. I didn't mind it, but it was definitely surprising after like the last candy cane shot that was like super soft and fruity and minty and good. Yeah, that kind of a recipe is not supposed to burn. No. <laughs> but, but but yet it happened. But you know the thing with banana, I'm I'm have a thing about banana flavors too because most banana flavor is it's like the artificial banana flavoring and it tastes like Laffy Taffy. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm not down for that. But there are some things that taste like real bananas. So like there's this, um, I can't remember the name of it, but um, I think it's called Blue Bay, but it's a banana rum cream. Hmm. So it's kind of like a Bailey's consistency. Um, and it's a rum that has like it's like real banana flavor, and it's just like oh my god, it's amazing. Hmm. Okay, cool. they have it in key lime too. Ooh, you know that I probably sh- I'm like, uh, yeah, you can tell it's Friday. I'm like, let's period. Talk about let's all go. The booze. Let's all the booze. <laughs> period. 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 Fake banana flavor is actually based off of like a an extinct type of banana. Mm. Like it got wiped out or whatever by like some fungus or whatever, but it was real. Yeah. Ooh, well, I hope we didn't have bananas that tasted like Laffy Taffy. Oh, That's no, it's gross. I kind of like that I one, though. It. I just didn't like it mixed with, like, bitter alcohol stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, and 99-whatever is ninety nine proof. They have this Long Island iced tea shot. I, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. It is not for the faint of heart. I don't like Long Island iced tea. Never, because I've, oh, I've never had it be done made correctly, so I don't like them either. One time, so I was at a 54th Street, uh, and I got their strawberry Long Island. Hmm, that kind of sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, it was very good, and I, um, I tend to drink things very fast, just because, like, when I have some, whether it's soda or alcohol, and so I drank it, and then the bartender asked me if I wanted another one, and I was like, yeah, sure, uh, <laughs> and then I get up to go pee, and I realize that I have made a grave mistake, because I am already, like... <laughs> struggling to walk to the bathroom yeah long island's like that's a lot of liquor that's mm-hmm. a lot of liquor did you end up drinking the other one? Oh yeah i wasn't driving <gasps> oh, okay okay that's good and like if you're like me like i'm i'm not i'm not a bitch i'm sorry <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not like if you put something in front of me like it's gonna take a lot for me to refuse it like i'm going to drink it i might struggle but i'm going to drink it i'm going to finish it so yeah you know yeah whenever i um, order a drink somewhere like out at dinner or whatever um, <clears throat> with my fiance. He doesn't drink. He might have like a sip of mine. And um, but I had this surgery in August mm-hmm. that changed the configuration of my stomach. And so if I haven't had much to eat, I can be 
pretty toasted on one drink. That sounds great and awful at the same right, time. Exactly. You're right. It is. But also, um, I'm not supposed to drink liquids when I eat because of the food absorption, stuff like that. Anyway, it's weird. But anyway, mm -hmm. so I'm trying to eat and I'm trying to drink, but I can only like get halfway through the drink in while we're having dinner. And he's like, okay, you ready to go? I'm like, uh-uh, no, I got half a drink there. I'm not leaving any man And that's behind. money. That's yeah, right. that's money. No. See, he gets annoyed while he sits there and watches me finish this drink. Yeah, I feel like, you know, having a one drink limit would be cool because, like, you don't have to spend money like that. But also, like, you want to be able to hang up. Like, at least if you yes. get two or three in, you know. But I don't know. For me, I guess it depends on what it is. But I can have, like, a two or three drink the you know limit before i feel anything it depends on what it is too it really yeah. depends on what it is yeah i'm not i'm not a tiny guy and <laughs> <What>? <laughs> shut up and so uh it usually takes quite a bit for me um to get drunk so i don't like i much prefer a house party to going Period. out because it's yeah yeah kind of expensive if i want to yeah i would not be buying drinks when i go out to eat uh if i do i order a cocktail i'm not gonna order wine because literally i can have a whole bottle of wine for the price of that one glass so i refuse oh, yeah. to do it and normally like especially like if we are going out like let's say we're going out to a club or a bar or whatever i say we just go halfsies fourthsies thirdsies however many of us on a bottle you know and then like let's let's pregame at home as much as we want to, and then we go out, and then we ain't got a drink. Even if we do, we might buy one, you know? But yeah. I don't, I like, imagine going to a bar sober and having to buy like three, four, like that sounds horrible. Horrible. It's it's fun, but it's not cheap. Yeah, that yeah, that sounds like yeah, it'd be fun, but like not not cheap at all. So hopefully, you know, as I grow up and get more, you know, money and stuff like that, I can be like that. And I have to be like, yes, I would love to order, you know, another mai tai or whatever, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So on to our last couple articles. This is where it's gonna get spicy, y'all, because people <laughs> like to be haters around these parts. I wrote a very nice and cheerful story called The 10 Best Christmas Songs Ever. And Ryan wrote a horrible, sad, okay, grinch now. of a story okay. called The Six... What was it called? Halophone, headphone whack. Wow, I didn't even see that. <laughs> yeah. Headphone whack, horrid holiday hit. So I'm going to let the Grinch go first okay, and okay. talk about the six horrible Christmas songs that exist. So we're going to start with the worst Christmas song of all time, hmm. Christmas Shoes. I've never heard it, so. Can you can we play a clip of this? I mean, you could probably pull it up to like okay. the microphone I'll, and play it. Do you have it on your Spotify? Uh, No. Do you? I might. Oh, Let's God. See. Why? So, look, Christmas Shoes is the song about this little kid who's stuck in line at like a Walmart or a Target trying to buy some shoes for his mom because his mom's going to die <laughs> on Christmas Eve. Uh. How does he know she's going to die on Christmas Eve? Uh, let's see. The lyrics say, could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not that much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. And I know these shoes would make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. <gasps> oh Is this it? Yep. I think. This sounds horrible. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Really 
right. That's that. Okay. Yeah, All you right. get the idea. Yeah, that's so awful. Look, the thing, the line that I really think is most important here is that uh, at least when Santa brings you a crappy gift, it's Cole instead of your dead mom. Oh my oh, God. God. That's not what it's not. That's not what it says. Is it really what it says? The, no, that's what I said. Oh, okay. That's, man, that would be. Did this guy's mom really die? Uh, no, it's a fake song. But then like I a... don't think he should be like. I don't know. Don't be so <laughs> passive aggressive about it. That's <laughs> maybe he was the little boy one day, and you know when he was maybe. little. Yeah, like maybe. Maybe. And you know he decided when he grew up and became a. Crappy imitation of eighties hair metal bands that he would uh, sing a song. You know, there was once a little boy. Yeah, you already sound better than him. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So my second song was uh, probably the most controversial one. It's a uh, wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Boo! You Ooh. hater! Oh. Hater! Why Disney. you hater? Disagree. You are Look, wrong. The hey, reason you is. Can't be your whole life. Sorry, Don't. you can't appreciate art. You feel me? <laughs> Look, <laughs> Three the, the, you the feel worst me? part is that the song is so catchy. Yeah, yeah, yes. But, but <laughs> all that ever gets stuck in my head is Paul McCartney singing. Simply having wonderful Christmas time. So he only sings it. He air quotes here. Only sings it fourteen times in the. Th uh, and it's a beautiful fourteen times. Yeah. So <laughs> it's more than a fourth of the song. So, like it's all courses much. are. It's too much. But it, they're not two words. Most courses aren't two words. Or three words, sorry. One, Christmas time, Christmas time is five having words. A wonderful Christmas time. Having, simply having Four. A Christmas time is one word. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. He forgot anyway, the rest God. of the word. But good good thing hater. Going yes. into media, math is not your strong suit. <sighs> you hater. I, hater. Get, I get why people like this song. Sometimes. I'm like, okay, I can handle this. But most of the time, I just don't ever want to hear it again. Because it's so catchy? Because you've heard it so much? I, both. Um, and also just because it's all I can think of is the chorus with that song. That's it. That's all that song is to me. And that's all that song I think that's all this. In, whatever. <laughs> it's like saying you don't like water because you <laughs> Because it's around too much. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Dan water is what I'm saying. All right, the next song is uh, the Chipmunk song, parentheses, Christmas Don't Be Late. I can half agree with this. Like, it's a classic, but I can understand where you're coming from. Like, yeah, I get it's a classic. I don't know how it became a classic, because that song's annoying. They got, that's the reason to be a classic. That's like the OG Chipmunk song, right? I it's think the so. only like Chipmunk song. No, there's, no. No, there's no, so they, many. Have you even seen Chipmunks, Chipmunks 2, The Squeakle, or Chipmunks 3, yes. Shipwreck? Chipwreck? No, but like it's the <laughs> only song made by Chipmunks. Like, There's not like a bunch of Chipmunks out here just making songs like that. Wait a second, John. You're the youngest person here. Do you think that's where Alvin and the Chipmunks came from? No, but there's, okay. there's okay. way more <laughs> examples of songs in those movies. Yeah, but like there, was, the there was a lot of yeah, no. songs I saw, I saw that. um. They made a chipmunk movie with Frankenstein at one point. I saw they that made one. a lot of chipmunk movies, yeah, and they were all a mistake. Have you seen I all the of the chipmunk one. movies, John? <laughs> no, I mean, I saw the, the live-action ones when I was little, and then I saw yes. the cartoon that's ones. That's the answer. So I guess I have seen all the chipmunk yeah, movies. Yeah, see, see wow. that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a chipmunk super fan, I guess. Clearly. He's part of the, chip, he's part of the chipmunk hive. You are definitely in a uh, niche group there. <laughs> so... 
I'm glad we can agree on that one. No one has heard of Dominic the Donkey. Wait, no. wait, wait. I'm not oh, done with this uh, chipmunks thing. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so have you guys ever heard of a guy called Richard Cheese? No. Okay. No. Well, you, you're going to have to check him out. Um, okay. He's got a bunch of stuff on Spotify. And he has a Christmas album called Cocktails with Santa. And he's his, he's kind of a he's one of those parody artists, mm -hmm. and so you know his thing is parody songs, and it's all in like lounge singer sort of approach, and it's hilarious. And he has a, um, I believe it's him. I hope it's him. He has a uh, chipmunk uh, song, and if I'm wrong, I'll have to correct that. But basically, it. it where the chipmunks are misbehaving and they get roasted over an open fire. Oh, word. <laughs> That's awful. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Actually. Well, and Ryan knows about this, but I have a, um, I kind of specialize in bizarre Christmas music and funny Christmas music. And I have a Spotify playlist called Santa's Crappy Grab Bag. And so there's all sorts of weird stuff on there like that. We should link that. Oh yeah, yeah we, we could totally do that. Put that in the show notes. Go for it. We'll have to make sure all of the ones we talked about are in there too. Go for it. So uh, Dominic the Donkey, huh? Dominic the Donkey is like an old school uh, Italian like Christmas song, and I don't know why Santa would need a donkey to get through the hills of Italy, considering his reindeer can fly, <laughs> but apparently he does, and this song like by association with donkeys made me hate the Shrek movies. <laughs> I can't like a thing with a donkey for like a month until I forget about this song. Mm. This song has a donkey going hee-haw in the background for all like three minutes of it. Mm. <laughs> it's, I guess it's, it's nice that, you know, other cultures have their own, like, specialized Christmas songs. This is not one that I can get behind, though. I can't even look at Eddie Murphy right now. <laughs> it sounds like Christmas music has, like, ruined your life, dude. You just like, found the wrong it. ones. No, wait, I, look, wait, till you, wait till we get to mine. I, I like Christmas music, but I, I only really like it from, like, December 20th to December 25th. I want a good five days of nothing but Christmas music, and then I'm good. Mm. I get it in there. I can't handle when it starts like the day after Halloween and I have boo, to listen to two months of Christmas boo, music. hater. No joy in your life. So I, the next song I went with was Baby It's Cold Outside. Very problematic. Yeah. Look, I know that it probably wasn't originally meant to no. be so creepy, no. but in 2019, it's certainly very creepy. So I felt it at least deserved a spot on here. Though <laughs> so I can't stand the, you know modern day john legend version i did see that that was I, funny yeah. i haven't even heard it i don't think it's really funny <laughs> it's too far in the other okay direction. he like changed the lyrics so it's like politically correct and stuff Ooh. i wouldn't say politically correct but you know you're it, it it's not as rapey it yeah exactly <laughs> it includes the paradigm shift okay of consent mm. Well, being part of it mm -hmm. and you know as in real life it should be but you know just kind of singing about it's weird to sing about yeah it's <laughs> kind of strange whatever and then the last one i got is uh grandma got run over by a reindeer yeah, such a good sucks. movie that's a no, no, no that movie sucks the fact 
that movie was part of the reason that song went on here because that song should be punished for making me watch that movie, like for making that movie exist. <laughs> Movie's one of those ones that was just on every single year mm-hmm. and it was just always like it's like mediocre in my opinion like mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i don't know if there's any like i think a lot of chris movies are bad but yeah like, they kind this of one is like particularly bad. like pretty bad but yeah santa so let's be real here santa should have gotten a dui for this right like <laughs> that's what happened was he actually oh i mean not in the kids movie but i'm telling you that dude can get across the world with no problems the only reason he's hitting a grandma is because he's been hitting the sauce mm. wow well, or one of the reindeer got spooked by a snowflake? I don't know. Yeah, yeah exactly. See? Yeah, because it never snows on Christmas. What? Well, yeah, that's... maybe he was a new reindeer? There is a song light? about the reindeer. They are specific reindeer. They've been around for a while. Oh, so it's a, you know, 600-year-old Blitzen. Well, that's a Maybe 600-year-old that's Santa. Maybe like, that's it. They're, you well, no, can't see, and he whether, ran over some old lady. Whether <laughs> he was drunk or if he's just getting too old to drive the sleigh, Santa needs his license revoked mm. is all I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> well, with that, we're going to go <laughs> to the best Christmas oh, songs. Wait, can I add? What? In the, the, the worst Christmas songs, go I'm going gonna, gonna, to throw my general opinion out here about <sighs> bad Christmas songs. Here song. we go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, I wish I had Here we go, because it's going to go conflict with my list. I know, right? Well, okay, so first off, just a couple of things. Um, the uh, the song from Sound of Music, These Are a Few of My Favorite Things, is not a Christmas song. Who said it was? It's played all the time this really? season of the year in with Christmas songs. Yeah, I, I don't know who decided agree. that was. but um, And then Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. And mm. it, I... Wish. That's definitely not a Christmas song. No, it is definitely not a Christmas song. Is it played song. around Christmas? I mean, I think yes. it's a beautiful song. And and whoever owns the rights to the song, if it's the Leonard Cohen estate or whatever, they need to stop letting other people cover it. It's like everybody <laughs> and their dog has covered this song. None of them, except for maybe Jeff Buckley, are as good as the original. And apparently whoever decided this was a Christmas song has actually not listened to the lyrics. Mm. So anyway... Um, okay, and so here's the one where, uh, um, oh, wait, a couple of other things. Covers of classics, covers of classic Christmas songs. Some of them, you just, just don't touch it. Just leave it alone. It depends on the song, but well, I, could, does. I could I could kind of agree with you. So here's my two that I really have a beef about. All right. Uh, John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over. Miley Cyrus covered it, and I just want to say you need to shut your trap and oh. sit down, Miley, because oh. oh. you know this is stay in your lane. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a Miley Cyrus fan. Um, and then Gwen Stefani covering Feliz Navidad. I have not heard that. That sounds hilarious. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then in general, here's where you and I are going to have to arm wrestle, Erica. Uh, anything done by Ariana Grande. Boo. Exactly, boo. No, no, boo to your opinion. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Boo. The Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Adina Menzel. Mm. Leah Michelle. Okay. Hey. Whitney Houston. What? Uh-huh. You're going to disrespect the king, queen? <laughs> Celine Dion. 
and pentatonics. Anything wow. they've done. No, pentatonics nope. is so great. No, it's okay. So I want to specifically single out pentatonics because I disagree with you on everything except for that. Pentatonics <laughs> is like so, dude. Like it's just like really annoying and no, like it's basic not. and like it's literally like they did. They did Winter Wonderland with Tori Kelly and it was amazing. It was still a bad song, I'm sure. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> wasn't. Boo. The only reason they're famous is because they're like a acapella group. Acapella. Yeah. And it's I mean, like sure. Yes. That's all. That's like my only argument. It's like how dare you? Whatever. Well, going on to my list. And I am I am by myself, but who cares? So my first, <laughs> my, That's not true. My That's first, early. well, this my, the couple of them you aren't gonna like because well, they're yeah. they're on your list. I did read your list. My yes. number one best Christmas song is "Last Christmas" by Ariana Grande. It is amazing because you know it remixes you know the the '80s song "Last Christmas" by Wham, which is much better. No, yes. no, because this one, first of all, I will play you. I will play Oh, I heard it. No, I'm going to play a little bit. Just... What's that face you're making, Ryan? Oh, wait, no, wait, listen. See, you're singing along. You're singing along. No, I like this song. Yeah. The beat drops? No, okay, listen, okay. listen, no, wait, wait, wait. no, 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 listen. <laughs> the beat drops, it gives you such like a trap pop vibe. You can, listen, you can dance, you can twerk, you can drink hot chocolate, you can do everything to this song. This is an all-purpose song. So I, I actually don't mind this cover, but I think that's because I think most covers of Last Christmas are better than Wham's version of it. Wrong answer. I mean, it's cool. Like, I'll be like, you know, Last Christmas is one of my favorite songs. And, you know, it's cool. You know. I will admit that I am an old school Wham fan and have a very embarrassing story about uh, a concert choice that I made when I was a teenager. Um, I It's a short story. I had the choice to see U2 on their Joshua Tree tour or Wham!, and I picked Wham. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> I was 13 and yeah, anyway. Fair and had a crush on George Michael. <laughs> yeah. Only only real ones will know, will know why that's funny. Yes. Um, so, so anyway, old school Wham fan. Mm -hmm. And so I like Last Christmas. Um, but Richard Cheese. You should check out his version if you don't like Last Christmas because it starts out the beginning of the song, and um, he he just basically says uh, it, it like starts and he says oh we're gonna do Last Christmas and then he stops for a second he goes no that's a terrible song we're not gonna do it and then it's done <laughs> wow boo yeah. so my oh go ahead do you know about the Whamageddon challenge no Christmas challenge no. So it's just this kind of silly online contest thing. I mean, it's not like you don't win a prize or anything, but um, you there's like hashtag Whamageddon, and you try to go the entire Christmas season without hearing the original Wham version. Mm. And so, so far, I'm good. 
halfway through. You're, so you're... covers don't count. Covers don't count. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So. So my next song is Slay Ride. Now this 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 song has been remixed by several people, but I chose Slay Ride by Tamar Braxton, who was Tony Braxton's younger sister. It's a good R&B R&B remix. Also, Slay Ride uh, was remixed by TLC. Now you cannot hate on TLC. Nobody can hate on TLC. So Slay Ride by Tamar Braxton, TLC, whoever, a good song. Then my third one is This Christmas by one of my favorite artists, Christina Aguilera. This Christmas is, it's a good, and you know, Christina Aguilera has very powerful vocals, You okay? People tried to play her with the whole, like, national anthem thing, whatever, we let that, but, like, her career as a whole, like, you, you can't hate on her, okay? So This Christmas by Christina Aguilera is one of my favorites. Now, number four, she has been carrying this song for the last 20 years, and I'm low-key sick of it, but it's also very smart. <laughs> All I Want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. Now, okay, this is a very interesting conversation because, like, if you've been carrying the same song for over 20 years and, like, your whole career basically at this point is based on the Christmas season and all I want for Christmas is you, it's low-key kind of sad, but, like, also very smart. She's making money over, over one song that she made 20 years ago that she performs every year for the last 20 years, probably for the next 20 years. You know, so this song, while we all low-key might be sick of hating it, or might might be sick of hearing it, you really can't hate too much, in my opinion, because, you know, she's making money. It's a good song. I'm just, I can't, I can't handle it for two months a year. No, I feel you. I, I definitely understand. I definitely understand. Uh, my next one is The Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. Now, if you know, you know, 12 Days of Christmas, yeah, yeah, whatever. But this one is like Eight Days of Christmas. Basically, in, in the song, it talks about how Eight Days of Christmas, their boyfriends get them different things from like a diamond belly ring to clothes to candlelight dinner, quality time, and even the keys to a CLX Mercedes. Who wow. doesn't want that? Yes. You know? So, you know, eight days of Christmas my baby gave to me such and such and such. Like, it's great. Can we just take a moment and say that the 12 Days of Christmas sucks as a song? Like, it's just annoying. Unless it's by Bob and Doug McKenzie. I, I don't want to listen to that song ever. It's too long. It's too... Well, it, it is really long. the thing with Bob and Doug McKenzie. They're... Uh, do you guys know who they are? No. Okay, so SCTV back, like, a long time ago... It's the it's Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, and they have these. They're basically like, kind of the precursor to Beavis and Butthead, but they're Canadian and they're stoners. Mm. And okay. so it's them sitting on a couch and singing about the Twelve Days of Christmas, but they don't know what any of the things are, and so they're singing about like five uh, joints and like a. Pounds a, a pound of back bacon, like Canadian bacon and stuff like that, and they don't even really make it past five because they're so stoned. Their words are all slurred, so that's you know really what? hilarious. If that song stopped at five. I could handle that. Song. Yeah, yeah, you should listen to it. Yeah, but the eight days, there's only eight, so that's why. Okay. Yeah, uh, my next one, my next two are very much classics. Jingle bells rock. Like who, who? You can't have Christmas without jingle bell rock. No can't complaints. have it. Also, if you see Mean Girls, you know why that song is so iconic. You know, Mean yep. Girls and Ariana Grande's Thank You Next video also, because she, she does the routine of mm -hmm. Jingle Bell Rock and Mean Girls in her video. Um, the seventh one is Feliz Navidad. Yay! Yes. You know what? Feliz Navidad, you know. Uh, classic. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah. My favorite Christmas song ever. It came out just like 
a couple weeks before I was born. And so it? it was like on heavy rotation on radio when I was a kid. So, yeah. Oh, this one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My next one is a classic Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Yes. Okay. This thing, this song has been played in movies, TV shows, commercials. You know, it is a classic, classic, classic. You can't even hate on it. Even if you hate Christmas, you will turn up to Christmas in Hollis. No, this is an awesome song. You know, I'm going to play a little bit of it for you. Just... Yes. I don't even need to play the words because you already recognize the beat. It's Christmas time. And Hollis Queens. Queens. Mama's cooking chicken and collard Period. Greens. Period. <laughs> yep. Classic. Classic. And this one you can listen while you're, you know, cooking Christmas dinner, opening presents, you know, whatever. My, I'm actually switch the order. So what, my second to last one is Christmas time is here, and this one has been remixed by different by different artists. But if you are like me and you watch the Charlie Brown Christmas special faithfully, Christmas time is here is such like it hits a different part of your soul of your heart. No matter if you hate Christmas or if you love Christmas, when you hear that song, it'll just make it'll, it'll make your heart grow three times as big like the Grinch. Is that the uh, like the more like sad like somber one from charlie brown it's not really sad or somber it's just kind of it's not like you know happy jingly jangly but it's just a chorus of children singing my favorite christmas song is the one that plays while they're gathered around like the dead tree and like right before it does light up or whatever it's been a while but i do like the charlie brown songs yeah Yeah. i think that's it yeah and then my my favorite all-time christmas song one of them is let it snow by boys to men it is so good. The harmonies of, you know, if since y'all want to hate on acapella groups, you know, <laughs> the acapella-ness of boys to men, the matching melodies and the high notes and the low notes, and it just, ah, such a vibe. So all you Grinches out there, all you haters, there are lots of Christmas songs out here that will make you, you know, have all the feels, make you feel holly and jolly and make you turn and lit, and it's just a, just a good time. So, Christmas songs are the best. And, you know, I've said this on podcasts before, but, you, you know, listen to Christmas songs whenever you want to. After the, For me, personally, after Halloween is over, it is a wrap. Okay? Especially after Thanksgiving. Now it's really a wrap. Okay, look, I'm not going to fight you after Thanksgiving, but I'm saying that we need to give Thanksgiving its due. There is <laughs> no are... Thanksgiving songs, right? Bitch! Yeah, I know. I know. That's all I'm saying. I know. Saying. Just That's listen to regular saying. music for, like, 28 no. days max. No. It's fine. I, we listen to Christmas music while we're having Thanksgiving dinner. Like, you can do both. It's disrespectful to no, Thanksgiving. No, it's not. <laughs> Well, if somebody comes out with a, with a Thanksgiving song, then we'll then we'll then it's we'll Thanksgiving talk. erasure. At Ryan's house, he just listens to turkey sounds all night. <laughs> <laughs> gobble gobble all day long. Just like a playlist of six different twelve-hour loops of turkey sounds <laughs> on YouTube. Boo boo. Well, all right, y'all. So we're gonna end this show off with our obsessions. When would I like to go first? Y'all want me to go first? You should go first. I'm gonna go first. Okay. So my obsession is a wonderful adult beverage multiverse called Bailey's Irish Cream, or really kind of any Irish cream. Uh, you know, you can drink it by itself in a cup. I, I I have. I thought it was good. You can drink. You can put some in your hot chocolate. You put some in your coffee. You can make holiday shots with it, as we have just seen. You know. But and there's different flavors of Bailey's now. They have like a strawberry one, which is okay. I thought they had a red velvet one, which I'm. I will 
will be interested to try. They have all kind of different flavors of Baileys. Um, so yeah, so my obsession is Baileys. It's a wonderful holiday winter drink, and it's very multiverse. You can put it wherever and whenever you want. Who's next? Um, I always forget to prepare my obsessions, so I guess <laughs> okay. Uh, mine. I guess I'll I'll be listening to it on my way home. Uh driving home tonight uh it's another podcast called 99 percent invisible i think it's like kind of popular but it's just give it a listen because it just like sort of highlights like things in life that you wouldn't necessarily think about like like the design of like doors which sounds dumb but is actually like really interesting like how much he goes into it and stuff it's super cool hmm. okay okay uh, it's been about a month but i am still playing through uh pokemon shield okay just going i think i've put like 50 hours into it by now. It's very good. Okay. How old are you? <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I just heard Clap that back. one. Clap good, back. Good. Clap back. Well played, my friend. Well played. Thank you. You're nice. <laughs> <laughs> he, she wasn't ready. Uh, Taking it back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've taught you well. Very good. <laughs> yes. She's like, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> He's quitting anyway. So. <laughs> Again. He'll Again. be back. He'll be back. <laughs> Always. Um, so is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I kind of have a couple. One just started like today when I'm looking at these Christmas songs and I'm like, oh my gosh, all these songs that I have are so awesome. You really should listen. Hopefully I have it so you can get to it. Santa's crappy grab bag. Cause it's like ton of like classic songs like Frosty the Snowman by Bing Crosby, um, Blue Christmas by Elvis, Mela Kalikimaki by Chris Isaac, though it's a much older song. It's just a Hawaiian Christmas song. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry. Santa Claus is Back in Town by Elvis, which, you know, we may not be an Elvis fan, but it's like, oh, Santa Claus is Back in Town. <laughs> um, but then also songs like um, F Christmas by Eric Idle. So if you're not a Christmas fan and you're tired of Christmas and you want to say F Christmas, you have a song. Um, Band-Aids, Do They Know It's Christmas Time, which is probably the most depressing Christmas song ever. But it also included all of my favorite bands at the time. So I was like totally fangirling over it all. Is it worse than Christmas Shoes? Um, It's... I think, yeah, because it's about people in Africa starving to death. Mm, okay, that's oh that's yeah. up there, yeah. Yeah, it's it's more than one person, and it's true. and there's yeah. no shoes to go by even. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> and oh, Santa Baby, Eartha Kit, no other version. That that's it. Um, Period. Then a couple more. Happy birthday, Jesus. Well, it's just happy birthday, but it's sung by this another parody artist called Mojo Nixon, which I absolutely suggest you check out. <laughs> and he's singing happy birthday, basically, to Jesus. That's all it is. And at the end, he wraps it up by calling Jesus a renegade rabbi rouser from Bethlehem. And I'm like, yes, that's it's great. Because <laughs> um, that's a compliment. It's not an insult. Uh, and Lump of Coal, there's this Christmas compilation called Lump of Coal. Um and on it is The Night Before Christmas by Henry Rollins, who's the lead singer of Black Flag. And he's got a really deep kind of, you know, craggly voice. And he's reading Night Before Christmas. But then in the background, you hear, like, uh, machine guns going off and people screaming. And, Jeez. like, at the very end, you know, it's it's silent for a second. And then you hear that... 
So it's really funny. And so, yeah, awesome. Anyway, so now I'm obsessed with my Christmas songs again. And the other is that in a little bit more than a week, I'm going to Puerto Rico. Oh, that's awesome. For what? Just for vacation? Well, yeah, for Christmas with my fiance's family. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. So Ooh, I'm warm. Super excited. Yes. Nice and warm. It's the the high temperature around then is about like between 80 and 85, and that's also the water temperature in the ocean. Oh, period. It's just, it's going to be amazing. Okay. Nice. Oh. Well, that's our show. Oh, that's our show for today. But this is also my last podcast. We're going to miss Low you. Low key, I feel, like I'm, I feel like crying. But no, this is like, this is my baby. You know, I I uh, built this thing from the ground up. You feel me? And, you know, I'm going to miss it. Shout out to Tammy and for, for taking a chance on me, even though I am not the most poli- politically correct person ever. Oh, you know, fine. I just <laughs> I just be saying whatever. But yeah, this this has been really fun. This has definitely given me the experience that I needed to continue on with my career in podcasting and in radio, you know, and all that stuff. So thank you to Tammy for give for taking a chance on me and letting me basically do me and you know, run the podcast how I saw fit. So can't wait for John to take it over and see what he does with it. I'm already excited to see what happens. So I'm going to be subscribed and see see what happens. So, yeah. Hey. Well, yeah. thank you. Thank you. You have done an awesome job. Thank you. And, you know, when we start projects like this, um, not to say that all students drop the ball, yeah. but things happen. Yeah. And so um, I kind of just prepare myself sometimes for stuff to kind yeah. of fall by the wayside. And we had tried to start up the podcast before and it just kind of was like, Meh. yeah. And I appreciate, you know, one, your dedication and your consistency, you. but I love listening to your shows too because you. You, you ask really good questions. That maybe we should be asking more of in some of our stories, <laughs> <laughs> and um, but you know you have a it's very conversational. You interact really well with your guests, and um, you know it's serious but it's funny and some lighthearted stuff. So I really appreciate the work that you've done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you make it like super like lively and charismatic. Yes, well, thank so you. it's like your presence is definitely going to be like like noticed and missed or whatever oh thank you and of course if y'all need help i will i'm just uh drive away just right across the bridge so i'll come in and save the day if anybody needs it but i have faith <laughs> yes. i have faith in y'all we'll have you back as a guest and plug your uh your own podcast. yes so if you want to hear me on po- on other podcasts you can listen to me and uh, three actually three former alesto staff members um we my podcast is called For the Record F O U R like the the like the number four for the record. You can find it basically anywhere you can listen to, on the Alessa podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all that stuff like that. And it's a great podcast. We talk about everything under the sun, politics, race, relationships, school, work, pop culture, everything. So yeah, if you want to, if you miss my voice and you want to hear it, you know, definitely check check us out because I'll still be an active participant in that one. So. So, yeah, well, that is our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our website, alestolive.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Alesto. And also, don't don't forget to pick up the paper on Thursdays if you're on the SIB campus. I'm your host, Erica Green, signing off for the last time. Don't forget to check us out next semester right here on Alesto After Hours. <laughs>